Welcome to the Together for Good podcast brought to you by Bethany Lutheran Church in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. Our episode today is a recording of the sermon from this past Sunday, Sunday, September 27th. Pastor Gary preached a sermon about humility and obedience, and it's based upon readings from Philippians chapter 2 and the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, You'll get to hear the Gospel reading because that happens kind of in the middle of this sermon. Um, So listen along, and we hope you enjoy it. Uh, Thanks, Darla, for reading that passage from Philippians, which gets at two such important concepts for our lives the concept of love, but more importantly, how that gets lived out. Does it give lived out in our own expressions, or do we hand that expression over, allowing somehow the expression of God's love actually to come through us? And what does that look like when that happens? I was struck when, uh, when you read by hearing Paul writing to the church there at Philippi, and talking to them about this concept of love. And this is what he told them. Make my joy complete because when you are of the same mind and you have the same love, that's what happens. When we find ourselves immersed in the very love of God, it brings joy to other people the way that comes through. And and of course, when we think about that, that concept of love can be so broad. It can be so feeling like it's out of our reach. Like, how could we possibly attain it? And then we just have to sometimes come back to the basics of that love. Love God and love your neighbor. And when we when we find ourselves doing that very thing, well, it seems like everything just comes together a little bit simpler when we do that. But then Paul writes on just a little bit further because we can find out when we love God and we love neighbor that we're doing it so well that we get so proud of how well we're doing that. I mean, there are times when, when we do something and we, we want to just sit back because we have just prayed so well. That we, that we know God is just overwhelmingly pleased with the spiritual dimensions that we just brought out in our prayer, or when we love our neighbor and, and serve them in some capacity in our way home from serving, we are just sort of filled with this sense of, of overwhelming pride in ourselves at the way that we have made God so happy with us that now when we hear Paul say, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard other people as even better than you. And I'm like, but but some people are better than me. Sometimes they should know that I'm the example for them. And if they saw that, then things would be better. So sometimes I feel like my humility could be a detriment to what actually God wants for the world. And then when I'm thinking those things, Paul brings in that beautiful poem, probably one of the earliest Christian hymns that we set up that talks about how Jesus approached all of this. And what a phrase. 
that he was very much God, as the hymn goes, he was in the form of God, but very much God. But Jesus emptied himself. And if you wonder how deep that goes, how empty, even to the point of the cross. And then I realized all of my, all of my pride gets just washed away in the midst of understanding the humility that Jesus was able to take on. And I realize that sometimes it's my very pride that puts a barrier between me and God rather than drawing me closer to God. And I think maybe that's what Paul was trying to do for us, was trying to take away the barrier of pride so we could understand what it means to truly turn ourselves over to God. And what I, what I find myself realizing is that there are times that I have been humbled. The times that I know that I've really felt humbled in the midst of ministry is when I've been called to serve someplace. When I got called to serve as lead pastor for the first time at a church in New York, it was a humbling experience to be an associate pastor and then be asked to be uh, the lead pastor of a congregation. It was a humbling experience to be called back to serve my alma maters at Trinity Lutheran Seminary and, and at Capital University. And it was humbling to be called to be a lead pastor here at Bethany Lutheran Church. And those are all humbling experiences, but it makes me wonder if I've actually been humbled when I exercised my authority in those positions because it feels humble to be asked to do something but then when you're doing it I feel more like I should be more authoritative and less actually humble about the about the exercise of my call and so then when I hear again Paul say that Jesus was so willing to do anything, even to go to the cross, it's only then that we hear the phrase, therefore God highly exalted him. God did not highly exalt Jesus because of the authority that Jesus had. God highly exalted Jesus because of the humbleness that Jesus had. And and where do we go with that? Oh, we have a gospel lesson for today. Um, let's get to that. Um, the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Uh, so our gospel reading comes from Matthew 21, verse 23. Uh, this is after Jesus has entered Jerusalem. He's already gone into the temple, overturned the tables of the money changers. And now later in that week, we pick up this discussion. Jesus again entered the temple. The chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, 
for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. But then Jesus shared this parable. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later, he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. He answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of the father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So authority and obedience maybe sometimes are as important as authority and humbleness. And there are so many times when we want to be so obedient, where we have these in- intentions, like, I know, I know what's going to happen the next time I, I see somebody who needs help, and, and I'm going to be so ready to help them, and, and I bolster myself for that. And then, of course, what happens is that I'm pulling up to that intersection off the highway, and I look ahead, and I see the person standing there holding the cardboard sign and everything that I thought I was all ready to do, instead I just turn myself over to prayer. And really what I'm praying for is the light to turn green so that I can just coast right through and not have to think about all of the things that I, I, I thought I would do to try to help someone. Obedience can sometimes be challenging to us because we can feel like, where are my own self-interests in all of that? I mean, doesn't, doesn't God care about me? Do I always have to be loving God and loving neighbor as I do myself? But can I just keep some of the love for myself sometimes? And I think I realize that obedience to God is real easy when we're all set and we go through it and everything just works out. And so when we get surprised that it becomes a little bit harder, I think obedience to God is most felt when we least feel like it. When we feel least ready for it. And we just insert ourselves into those times anyway. Sometimes it might be a challenge to find out when to authority and humbleness and obedience all intersect. Jesus did it so seamlessly. He had every authority. He had the very authority of God. He had the the schooling behind him. And he was wildly clever when he could throw this question out to the the chief priests and the elders asking about about John the Baptist. And I think, I'm just not that clever. I I can't think that well all the time. And God sometimes I think just wants to say to me don't be clever don't don't have authority 
just obey. Just do. And after you've done so, find out what it might mean to be truly humble. Regard those that you just, that you just did something for as better than yourself. And just live in that for a moment. There are authority figures all around us in life. Maybe what Paul was trying to say, and even what Jesus was trying to say in the midst of asking the chief priests and the elders a question and then giving this parable, was what we need to seek the most might be the most authoritative voice for our life. What we need to seek the most is what the Word of God would speak to us at any given time and in any given situation. And when we let the Word of God speak to us, then, in true humbleness, we may just be ready to obey. Amen.